What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1068 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen in to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're speaking with Vicky, one of the co-founders of Vegetarian Zen, a community, a podcast, a website that uh, creates a safe place for people who are interested in vegetarian dietary needs and uh, a really great story. And it's about time that Vicky is uh, starting to think about monetizing her audience. She does have some patrons who are supporting the company and the brand through Patreon, which is a great start. But through this discussion, we uncover a number of different ways that she can monetize her growing audience and her raving fans and her community and do it authentically. Before we get to this conversation, I do wanna thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks, an amazing company helping to support the show here. Thank you so much, FreshBooks, for all you've done for the show throughout the years, and I still continue to support you. And for anybody looking for help with their income, expenses, tracking of invoices, uh, creating proposals, all those sorts of things related to finances, things that normally give most people a headache, well, you gotta check out FreshBooks. It makes all that stuff super easy. And what's cool is you can get it right now for 30 days for free, complete free trial at freshbooks.com slash askpat. And all you have to do is enter askpat in the how did you hear about us section. So let's get to the conversation today with Vicky from vegetarianzen.com. Here she is. Hey, Vicky, thank you for being here and welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Hi, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Now, why don't you take a quick minute to introduce yourself to everybody listening and what it is that you do? Absolutely. So I am a recovering middle manager from the corporate world. <laughs> I worked with one of the largest mutual fund companies for almost 20 years. And then last January, January 9th, to be precise, because you don't forget the day, right. <laughs> I, my, I was told my position was being eliminated. So... I had my own personal let go day. Well, congratulations I, on that. That's... Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> it was scary, but it was um, it was definitely scary. But it was it was kind of a relief as well because I was definitely in the position of those those kind of golden handcuffs they talk about. I was extremely grateful for my job in the company, so I would never say anything bad about that. But it was just time, and I just so happened I turned fifty last year also. Mm. So I just felt like the universe was doing me a favor by just kind of pushing me into the swimming pool because I wasn't sure how I was going to let go of, you know, the, the great benefits I had and the good salary and all of that. So, right. so how's the water been in this pool? It's been scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> choppy. I mean, it, but it is very, uh, it's also very rewarding. And I remind myself even on the hardest days, I, I, I tell my wife, I say, I would not change, I would not exchange the toughest day as an entrepreneur for one more day back not knowing what I was going to, not feeling like I was in the right place. Mm, amen to that. Mm-hmm. So what are you, what are you up to? Well, so luckily on my breaks back in, uh, I would say probably about 2012 or so, I started listening to you. I found you 20, 2012, 2013's timeframe. I'm not sure exactly the date, but I started listening to you, started listening to folks like Fizzle, who I'm a very active member of their community as Love well. Fizzle, yeah. Yeah, the physical guys and gals now, uh, really, really cool people. The internet ba- um, business mastery folks, mm-hmm. Tim Ferriss, James Altucher, started listening to really solid business folks and on my breaks, on my lunches. And so in 2013, my wife and I, my 
uh, started a podcast. It was it's called the Vegetarian Zen Podcast. And 2013, we became vegetarians in January, and we launched our podcast that June, primarily because when we decided to become vegetarians, there was a lot of great resources out there, but we found some of them to be very judgy and preachy, and it just wasn't either one of our vibes. Mm-hmm. And um, so we we thought, you know, I love podcasts. Like I said, I had been listening to you for a while and all these other folks, and I thought this would, this might be a really good place for us to jump into podcasting. So we launched in the summer that same year, and we're just kind of documenting our journey because obviously we had just become vegetarians ourselves. So we weren't uh, necessarily experts and we certainly weren't these size zero fitness experts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're big gals. We were uh, junk food vegetarians actually coming right out of the gate and we weren't feeling well. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to keep that up. But we so we started documenting our experiences and kind of the things we were learning about eating properly on a plant-based diet. And we launched our podcast and slowly our community had started to grow over the years. We have a weekly podcast that we've done um, since 2013. So we just rounded episode 300. Congrats. And thank you. And uh, so we call it a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. So we have folks that still eat meat in our community and they're all very supportive of each other. In fact, we, we like to joke, we get a lot of refugees from other groups that just, (laughs) that they say, I just asked a question about milk or something and I was shunned by the whole community, you know, something like that. And so we're just very chill. That's just our nature. I love that. I'm looking at your podcast page right now for everybody that's vegetarian zen and over 300 reviews, all positive. The amazing reviews that are coming in and written are amazingly supportive and you've been keeping up with your show. You, Like you said, just passed episode 300. That's that's fantastic. That sounds Thank like you. things are going well there. So uh, w- what's on your mind related to all this? How can I help you? Okay, so – where we are, and I should also mention that, and I'm not, I don't think you know this, but earlier this week I did purchase your uh, your amped up uh, podcasting. Amped up podcasting. Awesome, Thank you. great. Yes, so I'm new to that, and I am just into the first module, and I'm already understanding where I was stuck. Ooh. I we Thank were you on what you called absolutely you were we were on what you called the hamster wheel. Yep, we we're just putting out content every week and. Every, uh, podcast uh, every week and trying to get other things in there, but we just didn't have time because as soon as we released a podcast, it was time to start the next. Right. Ugh. And yeah, <laughs> and I and I heard you describing that in one of the videos, and I thought that is exactly what it is—a hamster wheel. And as a, as a matter of fact, that's what I referred to it at as with my wife when we were talking about how do we even get ahead because it just seems like we're always just trying to keep this. And how do we have? How are we going to even think? strategically. And as a former manager myself, I I think I did, I think it hurt more because I could see that we weren't uh, acting from a place of strategy. We were just being very tactical. Right. And and just kind of trying to keep up, if you will, instead of uh, get ahead, which is exactly what I talk about in the court. Thank you for that. That's amazing to to be able to, that you just shared that here. Uh, So, okay, you're getting time back, which is fantastic. How do you want to use that time? and, And how do you want to use this time? Yeah, so so we just re- redid our our website because it kind of used to look like a personal blog. We redid that last year. Um, we're trying to get my next course that I'm going to look at, but I, I need to 
focus myself <laughs> on this one amped up course right now. But I am looking at your uh, affiliate marketing course also because we do get folks that contribute. We have a Patreon campaign. Great. We don't get a whole lot there, but I mean, it at least pays for the um, – in fairness, we haven't done a whole lot with it. We plug it every now and then on the show. But uh, that has increased over time, and it pays for you know some of our media hosting costs and and things like that. But you know we really haven't made it um, you know like released exclusive content very much, anyways. Yeah, actually, that. one quick thing on that, I, I I know some podcasters who are doing very well with Patreon, and one thing that they do is they actually um, have segments of their show, not every episode, but every once in a while, they invite one of the patrons on, one one of the people that are paying to support them. To have them talk about their story too. So it might be interesting to have a couple members of your patrons uh, through Patreon come on on the show and you talk to them. You kind of – what that does is it gets everybody else to go, wow, like look at this. Like this is somebody who is in the community just like me and wow, I didn't even know I could support them and they're just like me. So how do I, how do I be included in this? And it just makes that community – more interested in being involved with each other. And so that's one quick tip that I have for you related to Patreon, Patreon which is, I, I think, a great place to start. And it just is a testament to what you've been able to build. You've been able to build super fans, which is fantastic. And uh, many more people want will want to be a super fan and support you. So hopefully that helps. That's a great idea because we have tapped into a few folks from, we have a closed Facebook group that is very strong also is about 2600 people in that it's not huge but they're very close i mean we know people know each other's names larissa my wife and i are very active both active in there so uh, we've had a couple of folks from there that we've interviewed but that's a great idea to pull from the the patreon group as well yeah that's, and then and wow you've you, it sounds like you've got all the right pieces you've got this amazing podcast it's growing you've got supporters super fans you've got this facebook group you're very active in it and it sounds like, based on what you said about my affiliate marketing course, that you're looking for other genuine ways to monetize. Yes. And so our resources page has been pretty sparse up to right up to right now. We haven't really done and – and that's in the process of redesigning. We did the whole theme change. We were on Get Noticed before, and that got, is no longer supported. So we moved over to a new theme, which the site – we've gotten feedback from our folks that it's a lot easier to navigate. So I know oh, we're doing – yeah, we're doing a lot better there. We just need to amp up our resources page. Um, so, okay, yeah, so that's a great idea about the Patreon. The other thing I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on are I, I was doing a, a recent Just Ship It Challenge on Fizzle with a group of folks. Mm -hmm. it was very good. Uh, I I actually went a little bit beyond the time frame because we haven't released this quite yet um, because we had a site crash. We had a huge issue with our site a couple of weeks ago that pushed us back a little bit, but I'm still, we're still going to release something because I think that's very important. We haven't really released anything. And if, if you're familiar at all with the ship a challenge, the, the idea is just to get, it's not so much about the product itself. It's about the process mm -hmm. uh, of, of releasing something because we haven't really done that. So uh, we're releasing a, uh, a book on bootables. It's an e just an ebook, just a small ebook. And the reason we – I don't know if you know what bootables are. You, you've, I know you've seen pictures of them on Instagram. They're like these awesome-looking bowls of food that are all colorful and everything. And they call Some people call them macro bowls or just different awesome-looking bowls. I'm getting but, hungry is what I can tell you <laughs> now. But. <laughs> yeah, so um, – so we're doing a quick little book on that because we did a podcast on it. They got a lot of interaction. It got a lot of discussion in the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. 
uh, in our closed Facebook group. So there was a lot. And when we asked them, and this is the great thing about having a really uh, large and tight community uh, in the closed Facebook group is we can pretty much just ask them anything and we get a lot of good feedback as to what they're looking for. So I, I agree with you. The pieces are there. I think what it is is we just feel it's just so hard to keep up with everything, you know, yeah. with, with the, with the content, that's the biggest thing right now. So I, I'm seeing your amped up course is really going to be helping me with that. I'm sure. But the, going back to what I was, your, what I want to get your thoughts on with the, with the Buddha Bo book, we're not really, our strength is not the recipe stuff. We're more like a resources hub. Um, we have a few recipes on our site. The pictures are awful, except for a few that I've just redone. I just am in the process of redoing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's not our forte. And a lot of times we plug resources sites. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, food blogs. Yeah. So ton, ton of food blogs out there. But we really didn't want to become another food blog. There's people that are doing that great already. So I'm not, I'm not dissing them at all there's some great food blogs it's just not our space and what, what would you say is your space then more of the resource and community building because i think we share so we for example this last sunday coming out this sunday we're doing a an interview with a gardener that was featured in a in a he did an interview for a large um, seed company was talking about his garden and what he's doing. So we kind of go like into animal rights. We interviewed Gene Bauer, who's the founder of the farm sanctuary. Mm -hmm. um, we, so we kind of go to different resources, uh, sharing different resources and information from things that interest our, our, our demographic. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, and, and this ebook that you're coming out with, can it not still remain true to you? And even though it may have, some recipes here and there, if as long mm -hmm. as the community is centric to it and, and the idea that it is a resource for more info to help, then I think it fits in perfectly if you keep within your mission and your values. That's true. That's very true because I know meal planning is a big piece of what we talk about too. So it's not even so much about the recipes. And this is why I kind of like Buddha Bowls because it's not so much about the recipes. It's more about how to put it together. Yeah, it, it almost sounds like a, a lifestyle thing in a way. Mm -hmm. Where it's just a, a decision to live a certain way versus like, okay, I'm going to download this recipe and, and make it. And what's cool about that is you have this community behind it too. Maybe there's even ways to insert your community into this book itself and always have community be a part of it. It sounds like that's really important for you and mm -hmm. your wife and, and the business. And I think that if that ends itself, if that ends up, if the community element in some way, shape, or form ends up on your podcast and these books and future products that you come out with in the recommendations that you share for affiliate marketing. Hey, by the way, a lot of our, uh, do you have a name for your community, by the way? Like, yes, it's the, it's, uh, on Facebook. It's the peas and carrot society. I love that. So, Hey, our peas and <laughs> carrot society says that this is the number one recommended dish of the past month. So, uh, here it is and come to the Facebook page to check out more recommendations from our amazing members and, you know, just kind of just focusing on, uh, what, you know, the community element of it, because that's really what's going to support you. And if that then ties into the Patreon model, then I think I'm, I, those two things perfectly align. However, I will say that you likely have a lot of space to start offering more than you are offering now. Um, Absolutely. Whether, whether that's affiliate products that you believe in, that your audience believes in, as long as you know you're doing it to better serve people and understand that. And this was the big thing for me when I started selling things. 
was understanding that selling things doesn't mean you're taking anything away and then charging for it. You're just adding on top of what you've already been doing for people who want to go a little bit deeper and you deserve to get paid for that because you've been curating that information. You've been putting things together and actually in order for people to take action, sometimes they have to pay for something so there's some skin in the game and they feel invested. Yeah, absolutely. And our and our community is very passionate about animal welfare. They're very passionate about uh, plant-based lifestyle overall, and they are very generous. So, I mean, they, when they get good resources. So, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I think that, all the pieces are there. That's great. I also think that there could be sort of a charitable element down the road related to some of these things that you and your community believe in. I know, for example, Lush is a sort of Mm-hmm. products, I don't even know, like bath bombs and, you know, like Lush at the mall. They, it's like Bed Bath & Body Works for without the animal testing, <laughs> a lot of it, I think. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And and they're very they're very big. They even have like a, 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 a recommended animal testing free product of the month that they feature. And it's very much about that. Even on their bag, I, I like their grocery bags, I think it even says like our products are always – you know, uh, free from animal testing and stuff. So, yeah. so they just insert that into their brand. It's become a part of their brand, which is which is great. And it sounds like that's kind of what's happening already too. So I, I think that perhaps the answer is getting this extra time back, which you're already doing. And mm-hmm. then also part of that is focusing on the one thing you're going to ship next, which it sounds like you're headed in that right direction. I know a lot of, uh, from my own experience and helping many others, that they have enough time but it's because they're dividing that time into 12 different projects. Nothing ever gets done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. I, I should have added to the other thing was that we have – we sell vintage items online. And that's kind of like our um, – I look at it as kind of my side hustle for this mm-hmm. because we actually do sell. <laughs> we sell on eBay, Macari Poshmark, and oh, cool. um, yeah, we're, we're launching our own website on that just to have a basic website. That's a totally different brand though. And all of that. But I was going to say, it do. doesn't sound completely related. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's but not. but it's a side hustle, and it's something mm-hmm. that you do, and the community looks up to its leaders and are always going to be interested. Like, not everybody in my audience likes Back to the Future, but they know that about me. Not everybody in my audience needs to film videos and needs a switch pod, but many do. And there may be some people in your community who just might be interested in this other project that you have, and it would make you look more human and you never know. One person can just be like, "Oh my gosh, I know somebody who would love this. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna introduce you to them, and that could lead to many other things." And then, um, you know, don't, don't, don't be afraid to cross, not cross promote, but just share other things that you're doing with your community because people want to connect with other humans. And I think we all know that we all have a lot of different interests that we can be involved with. Yeah, we def- we have shared that as well, and we've had some people. We we've even um, kind of sponsored our own show. Uh, when we talk about some of that stuff, because oh, yeah, we buy, cool. yeah, because we buy a lot of stuff from estate sales, so it's in a sense keeping things out of landfills. And there's a lot of vintage items, uh, you know, really cool stuff that that uh, we sell on there. So yeah, we've kind of cross promoted in that way. That's cool. That's amazing. So it sounds like you kind of know what the direction is. What else can I help you with? Do you have any other big blockers or or questions that you might have that you think might hold you back if you don't get the answer to? Yeah, I wanted to talk if you can just give me your thoughts on um, sponsorship. So, you know, like I don't know that we have we pro- we get about um, we don't get a huge amount of uh, downloads per episode, but we get anywhere between I would say thirty five hundred to five thousand downloads per episode. Um, I know there's not like a black and white 
answer for what might be um, the there time is, where there you is. start to there is. Oh, there is. Okay. He, here's here's the number. Do uh-huh. you, or here's the question. Do you have a strong community of targeted listeners? Yes. Then you're qualified. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, not every company will be attracted to numbers that are 3500 to 5000. Some only want to talk to people who have more than 10,000 per episode, and that's just the nature of sponsors and advertising because there's it's a numbers game for some people. For other people and smart businesses, it's more than a numbers game. It's a quality of trust game, and with this trust that you've earned with your audience, that's worth a lot. And you know, for me, I would much rather speak to or have my brand shared with a thousand people with an amazing endorsement from somebody they already trust versus a million people that don't care. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend you could even start having conversations with companies now. In my affiliate marketing course, you're gonna see that special for podcasters, and you'll see this in Amped Up Podcasting too. Since you have a podcast, you can do some fun things with affiliate marketing like invite the owner of that company on your show. That way it helps build trust between not uh, but the hard thing about affiliate marketing is it's not your product, so there has to be some additional things done to earn that trust between that product and your audience. So inviting the person on the show to start talking about it, I mean, first of all, that's a huge value at, hey, not only am I gonna have you sponsor my episodes for a whole month at this price, but I'd love to also invite you on the show because this also helps build trust with the audience and it's more exposure for you and they get to hear your story and you don't have them on to, co- to talk about like, how great their product is and all the features. Like people can figure that out themselves. What you want to get into is the story behind it and why they do it and the mission behind it. And that's what people gravitate toward. And that's going to be worth a lot to these companies that are smart. So you have a lot of assets that you can use to to already begin having those discussions. And I mean, you could probably 2X the money you're making now if you connect with a good company that can, uh, that can support you and, and you could support them back. That sounds yeah. That sounds great. That I, and that's very. Uh, uh, this gives me a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I hope that, it's encouraging because like yeah. you, you've. I mean, you have over three hundred episodes. You have this amazing community, this Facebook group. I mean, okay, so you only quote only have thirty five hundred people, but imagine a person putting on an event and having thirty five hundred people at that event. Sponsors paid five figures to get in front of those audiences. You're doing that every single week. You just, your stage is not a real stage. It's a virtual stage, but it's the same thing. Right. So don't discount what you've built. It's amazing. And, 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 and you deserve to, uh, to get paid more for it. And that way you can help even more people. Absolutely. So what are your next steps from here? Do you think? Well, I think the biggest the biggest thing that this all hinges on right now is really understanding how to let, let what you said in one of your videos is you have to let go to grow. I think that's what you yeah, said. Yeah. Um, so I'm still doing all the research, the, the recording, the editing, all of that. Uh, I really want to let go of some of that because again, it's just, we're first of all, we're not planning appropriately. We're not planning like by quarter. Okay. So that's so going to change. So that's going to change. And then looking for ways that perhaps we can, I think that first of all, in itself is going to help because it's not going to feel like I'm just scrambling to find the next thing we're going to talk about right there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then definitely looking for ways to kind of offload some of this. We've had some, we've hired some, 
people here and there. In fact, we just hired one of our own community members. She's been with us. She was, we call her listener zero because she was the very first person that reached <laughs> out to us and she's been following us all these years. And she's, a, she's a really awesome person. And, uh, she, we hired her to help us with some part-time work, like helping to supplement our resource page and things like within the closed Facebook group, because like I said, we're both the admins. We're kind of just too deep in the weeds with some of this stuff yeah. and we're just not able to, to move the business forward. So I think letting go of some of that and trusting that hire the right people in there that that we're going to be able to free up some more time. I think that's going to help us immensely. Yeah, I think the the, the big theme of this episode, which has multiple layers in it, is it's about time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Vicky, I'm super stoked for you and your business. Where one more time should people go to listen to the show and, and check out your website and everything going on? Uh, you can listen to the show. We are on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. So at uh, Vegetarian Zen, and Perfect. you can go to vegetarianzen.com, and you'll see like our social media links there as well. Perfect. And uh, again, I love the branding. More, more people. I, I'm, I mean, there's loads of people that need to hear this stuff. So go out there, share it, do your thing, and it's about time. And Vicky. Let me know if I can help you. And also, can we kind of circle back around maybe in a few months and see how things uh, progress from here? That would be amazing. Cool. I'll hold you accountable to it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. I appreciate you. Thank you, Pat. All right, Vicky, that was amazing. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing how we progress with what you're up to. And I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. If you want to check out Vicky again, one more time, vegetarianzen.com. I love everything that they got going on there and a wonderful community, it sounds like, to be a part of. And I look forward to hearing about Vicky and her uh, partner's success. So, Let's, let's do it. Let's connect with them later. Now, if you'd like to get coached just like Vicky did today here on Ask Pat, all you have to do is go to askpat.com. You can check out the, uh, the little application button there in the middle of the page, and then you could submit your application. And I may not reach out to you at all because there's a ton of people who come in, and I may not reach out to you for a while. But the truth is if you don't submit your application, then I can't reach out to you at all. And I'm always looking for new people and great stories to tell and great people to coach. So definitely make sure that uh, that that you do that, askpat.com. And of course, make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. We're here to help and serve you, and I appreciate for that. So thank you so much. Thanks in advance for all the great and amazing reviews and ratings. Uh, this show wouldn't be here without you. Literally would not, because without your questions, there it would just be Pat, and that's kind of boring. But ask Pat, even better. All right, thanks, team. I appreciate you. Team Flynn for the win.